like Amy was saying, a lot of people assume that we're only there to um, support unmedicated childbirth when really, at least for Amy and I, we support all types of childbirth. So whether that's in a hospital, outside of a hospital, um, we're your go-to doulas for, for that. So we support lots of women that do want um, as few interventions as possible and then also women that want to go in and have an epidural as soon as they get there. Um, Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama in 30, where we are all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health, infertility, mom guilt, and the craziness that comes with raising a family. Get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's work to embrace the messy together. Hey, hey, mamas. Welcome to another episode of the Messy Mom Podcast. Today, we have two guests joining us, um, and we are going to talk all about something that I honestly wish I would have known more about when I was thinking through my birth experiences, um, and that's the assistance of a doula. So today, we have Jordan and Amy, who are certified birth and postpartum doulas and the owners of Indiana Birth and Parenting. So they are currently serving the central Indiana area. Um, but today, of course, they are joining us to uh, deliver all kinds of helpful information. So welcome, Jordan and Amy. Hi. Thank you for having so us. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to hear all yeah, about me doulas. Too. <laughs> me too. Honestly, <laughs> like I truly like really don't know that much about doulas. So I'm really excited to have you guys on today. I feel like I'm going to learn a lot and at a good time too. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So yeah, before we get started, if you guys don't mind, why don't each of you um, just tell us a little bit about yourself, your family, if you have kids, interests, all the things. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm Jordan and I am a mom of two boys. They are three and six and um, so we're at a crazy time in <laughs> yeah, our you life are. right now. Yes, you are. Um, and I have a wonderful husband. We've been married almost nine years. And then I became a doula. So this is the career path that I'll be in for the rest of my life um, for the past six years. Started um, this process six years ago um, after I had my first son. So um, kind of how I came about it was that. I had my son, I had a really great experience, I had a great people around me, and I just wanted other women to feel like superwoman. So that's the whole why behind becoming a doula for me. That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So I always say I'm on the other end of parenting. Jordan and I make great bookends, <laughs> and then our clients' experiences kind of are in the middle of that. Awesome. Um, so I... Um, I married my high school sweetheart almost 23 years ago. No, actually 23 years ago. Um, we have three kids. I have a son who's 21 and in college and then two daughters, 18 and 16. So my life is off also crazy, yeah. but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went to college to become a teacher and um, decided pretty quickly that's what it's not what I wanted to do. I ended up after my son was born, I ended up going to work at Community Hospital North um, here in Indianapolis for about 12 years. And I was about to turn 40, trying to figure out what I want to be when I grow up. 
And I just started Googling different things and the word doula kept popping up. I'd heard of it. In my mind, I thought that meant like all crunchy, (laughs) all natural home birth type thing. And I thought, I don't know if that's me 100%. Um, Learned that it's not that. You can pretty much make it into what you want it to be. So um, four years ago, I I just jumped in full force um, and became a doula. So that's kind of where I am. I feel like I'm kind of growing up with my kids in a way, (laughs) you know. (laughs) I know. You're never too late, right? Never too late to figure out what you want to do. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And like Jordan said, this is it for the rest of my life. So that's amazing. Well, that's actually a perfect transition to um, our next question. And, you know, for those of you who do those who don't know, um, can you explain just a little bit what is what actually is a doula, what you guys do, and also maybe the difference between a doula and a midwife? Yes, absolutely. So a doula is basically like it's a non-medical support person. So we're not doing anything medical. Um, and kind of to answer that last question, we often, there there is the myth that we maybe deliver babies or do like the medical side of things. And that would be a midwife. So we're just there to basically be a tour guide or like almost like a wedding planner. We're there for the information. Um that comes alongside with growing your family. So basically we're, we're there to answer questions through the ins and outs of pregnancy through childbirth and then postpartum as well. And then a lot of people also, like Amy was saying, a lot of people assume that we're only there to um, support unmedicated childbirth when really, at least for Amy and I, we support all types of childbirth. So whether that's in a hospital, outside of a hospital, um, we're your go-to doulas for for that. So we support lots of women that do want um, as few interventions as possible. And then also women that want to go in and have an epidural as soon as they get there. Um, so lots of, lots of in-betweens and, you know, um, different ways that we support. But the biggest thing is we bring our head, our hands, and our heart to the situation. So um, we provide lots of information, lots of planning. We have planning meetings for, you know, preparing for childbirth and preparing for postpartum. And then we're also a physical support person when you're in labor. So whether that is, you know, applying counter pressure or just really like reading the room and um, serving our, our clients and their partners. Um, we're just there to be an extra set of helping hands and then also just attunement with the situation that's going on. So just, um, really reading the room, reading the situation and bringing into layman's terms and more understandable approach to what the doctors are saying or the different obstacles that you might go through, um, during childbirth. Oh, I love that. That's, so interesting. And I feel so basically, you're like a coach for during pregnancy, but also labor delivery and postpartum too, kind of coaching women. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's super interesting. And I know you you kind of mentioned a few things, but what types of services does a doula provide a a mom and you guys can get, you know, more specific into the services that you provide, but what can someone expect when they're working with you or, you know, just doulas in general? Yeah, I think that's a really good question because 
as doulas, we are not um, under any type of license. Okay. So that's the beauty of it. We get to make it our own. And as clients are shopping around, that's typically our selling point to them is what we offer. And we, we, we bring a lot to the, to their experience. So um, specifically for pregnancy and birth, our biggest thing is that we are on call 24 seven from the moment you hire us. So if you choose to hire us in your first trimester, you have us in your back pocket for everything questions, you know, I'm feeling this twinge or I'm feeling this way or, hey, do you have any recommendations on a stroller that you guys (laughs) like, you know, anything like that? We're there for that. Um, But we're also there for the big stuff too. On call 24-7, sometimes babies come early, sometimes babies come very, very early. So we are there to support you whenever that happens. Um, And then we we offer, Jordan said about prep sessions, we offer two prep sessions and those are in-person but we're also preparing the entire time and helping you prepare for what to expect, pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. Um, and then for that, we're there for the entirety of your birth. Um, there isn't any you know, cap on that. There isn't like a 12-hour language in our contract. Um, we are there for all of it. And then we um, stay through the entirety of your birth. And then we're there for you postpartum as well. So once you're our once you're our clients, you're always our clients. Once we're your doulas, we're always your doulas. So um, we also offer two other very popular um, services. Um, one of them is our sibling care, which kind of started because of, of COVID. Um, we saw a need that people were contacting us going, do you guys help watch our older kids as I go to the hospital to have my baby? Um, A lot of people, a lot of our sibling care, they're transplants. So they come from different states and a lot of times different countries where you can't even fly out and get here. Um, So we were able to help help them. Um, We're on call just like we were for birth. But instead of going to the hospital, we go to your home and we take care of your older child the entire time, either your whole hospital stay or just for the for the birth portion of it. That's amazing. I can only imagine like how like much weight that takes off the show on the shoulders of moms and dads who are scrambling to figure it out anyway. And then to not think of like then have to think about, I have no one to take care of my kids. That is right. That's amazing. Well, especially if you're like new to the area and don't know anyone or don't have family or friends close by, I'm sure that would be extremely helpful. Yeah. Yeah. It's the feedback we've gotten from it has been nothing but incredible just because that's one thing that probably weighed them down the most throughout their whole pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And then that's the one thing that they didn't have to worry about. So yeah, it's, it's going over very well. It's not when we became a doula, like the idea of going and doing that wasn't necessarily on our minds, but we look at families collectively as a whole. And if they need us at their home, to take care of their older kids, we are happy to do that while they're having their baby, you know? Um, And then our postpartum services, that's most, that's pretty much what uh, most of our revenue comes from is from postpartum. Um, We, our services exploded with postpartum once COVID hit. Mm -hmm. Um, We can help like practical things around the house and baby care. Um, You know, we offer morning, afternoon, evening, and overnights. offer packages hours from like 50 hours to 450 hours, you know, we're there, we're there for all of it. Sometimes we're hired just for baby care throughout the night. 
a lot of times we're hired for daytime help when there's postpartum anxiety or depression. Um, pretty much anything you can think of postpartum, we do, and we help um, in the home. And it's not virtual. And it's in person. And right now, that's missed greatly. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of our those three things. We also offer some a la carte options, but that's pretty much the heart of our company right there, those three services. It makes Bailey and I extremely happy to hear about your postpartum service. Yes. <laughs> We're just so, you know, as we got into our program, I mean, we obviously coach women from pregnancy on, but it's just, especially going through that postpartum period, like you don't realize how much help you really need until yes. you're in it. Mm -hmm. um, yes. So to have that option, man, that's amazing. Yeah. Sounds like I might need you guys in like four yes. months, <laughs> like four -ish months or even before. It sounds like I just need a doula in general. So I'll probably contact you after this. <laughs> that's speaking of the pandemic, because that's what all we, that's all anyone talks about anymore, right? Absolutely. It's, changed, yes. it's changed everyone's life. But I know, as you mentioned, I, we're very curious to know, you know, obviously your, what you guys do I mean, it's, there, there's so much that you do, but, and it's a very hands-on physical contact, you know, um, occupation. So um, how has the pandemic changed for things that you can do for moms and just your role? Yeah. So it was definitely something that Amy and I, we had heard about it and we took it seriously from even the whispers of it. We kind of wanted a plan in place and we didn't really know how it would affect our business considering it's an in-person, very, like you said, hands-on um, type of career. So it has definitely impacted it, but honestly in a good way um, with birth. So for our clients, the biggest difference that they're going to see is um, you know, the limit on visitors at the hospital. So if you had planned to have like your partner and your mom there, that's changed a little bit. So you can't necessarily have your mom there. So we're, we're kind of stepping in, in that role as like the extra support person in the room. Um, and then, um, so have, oh, sorry, yeah. sorry to interrupt you. Have you, the, so they've been letting the like spouse and you in as well though, from the most yeah, part? So yeah. Oh, good. There were okay. a couple of weeks where we didn't know how that would look or if it would be okay. Yeah. But, um, IU North was one of the first hospitals to be like, we're absolutely going to let certified doulas, um, still attend births. Um, and then most Amazing. of the other hospitals followed relatively quickly after. So we've been lucky enough that we have not missed one of our clients' births because of, you know, restrictions from the hospital. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. So that that's been really great. I mean, and then once you're in the birthing room, really everything is pretty much the same. You're in your safe little bubble. Um, there's less people coming in and out. So that is also, it's kind of been a good thing because it's a little yeah. bit more calmer, intimate experience. Um, but then it also, if you're needing more hands-on, it, sometimes it can make things a little bit more difficult if you're needing more people in the room to like help you through everything. So that's kind of where we've come in and been able to really help, you know, be the informational source um, as nurses are, you know, doing their job of keeping the babies safe and all of that. 
That's awesome. I honestly didn't think that they would even allow the doula and like the spouse or partner to, to be in the room. So I'm so glad to hear that that has not been the case, at least in, in Indiana. Yeah. That's awesome. We're very, we're very fortunate on that for sure. And I would say at the beginning of COVID, a lot of our energy and efforts went towards the birth part of it just because it's medical, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, we don't want to go to a hospital. It's a pandemic and everything shut down. And so definitely for us, that's where all of our focus went. Mm -hmm. And then I would say around September or October, we started seeing a drastic shift in how people, how parents were coping coming home from the hospital. And that was when we kind of figured out we need to make another pivot here and really, really focus on postpartum. Um, yeah, that's kind of, that's yeah. kind of, kind of where we're at with that right now. Um, there's significant isolation that's happening, mm-hmm. lack of hands-on help. And also when we are sitting down, particularly with our birth clients and talking about, um, about this, we always use the analogy of wedding and a marriage. So the wedding is an extremely important day, memorable day. You plan for it. You want it to go. You've dreamt of it. You want it to go exactly as you want. That's kind of the birth. That's what it's very important. We're not trying to say that that's not. But then after the wedding, you have the marriage. And that's, mm-hmm. and that's forever, right? Like, yes. That's, that's you got to plan for that, too. So. And that means more than just preparing for making sure you have all the products and have all the things and all of that. Right now, um, everybody's used to being isolated and they're used to being home. And so they're thinking like, oh, I've got it. We're used to being home. The two of us can do this. We're, we're great. We don't need any other help. And then they get home. And they're like, wait a minute. If I'm breastfeeding, that's my full-time job 24-7. Like, mm-hmm. I really can't do anything else. If I'm bottle feeding, that's still a learning curve. And that's still a baby learning how to feed and parents learning how that looks, too. And then all of a sudden, everything else kind of starts slipping away where you, you don't have help with meals. You don't have help with laundry. Your husband or your partner could be at home working and you think, oh, they're home. They can help me. No, they can't. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's not necessarily we want people to think that they need to hire someone. It's more of like, who in your circle can you have? Think of everything that you need to get done in a 24 hour period. Who's going to do that for you? Because you kind of have to remove mom from that if she's especially if she's breastfeeding. Um, so that's that's kind of what we've seen parents kind of were going into it thinking, well, I've got this. We've been we've been alone in our house and we've got it great. And then a new baby comes in and they're like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I thought it was going to be I don't, like. <laughs> I don't have it. And I can't just call up my friends and I can't, you know, you have to, you have to plan for it. You have to be very intentional and plan for it for sure. That's so, so I, it's like, you know, cause I mean, as you guys know, like postpartum is isolating in itself. 100%. Just, I mean, yeah. and I like, so when I had my first, both of my kids were born in November. So the first time it was in, we were in Arkansas. The second time we were here in Cincinnati and you know, it's the middle of winter. So mm-hmm. getting outside for fresh air was hard enough. Mm-hmm. And since I, you know, so you already have that. So I can't imagine, like you just said, moms who are giving birth in a pandemic who don't like, you know, especially right, right when the the highest point of it, like when, you know, they're like moms and dads, like you weren't seeing anyone. Wow. Like I can only imagine like how much that postpartum period and your help would 
would be needed right now. Well, and I think even a year ago, I mean, most of our clients have, um, both of them have full-time jobs and they work outside of the home. And then once they realize, oh, we can work from home, it's like now that they're in their home, they think we've got it. We we got this, you know, and, and a lot of times you do, but you still need help. You still need to think about, you plan ahead and, and kind of, we call it front loading, you know, plan out your day, plan out your night before you go to sleep at night. Who's going to take care of diapering? Who's going to take care of swaddling? Who's going to take care of burping? Talk about that before you go to sleep as opposed to 3 a.m. when you both are looking at each other like, well, you're supposed to do this, you know, and just little yeah. things like that, little things like that can make all the difference, all the difference. It sounds so small, but in, in real time when you're going through it, it, it can mean the difference between happiness and not, you know, <laughs> definitely for sure. So it sounds like have some type of plan Mm -hmm. in some way, even if it doesn't go exactly as planned, try to have something (laughs) so that you can be maybe a little bit more prepared. Yeah. And picking the things that you can control. You cannot control how baby's going to sleep right away. You Mm -hmm. cannot control how baby's going to eat. You can't control how your physical recovery and emotional recovery is going to be. You can't control who's going to diaper the baby or who's going to do the dishes or who's Mm -hmm. going to, you know, what whatever small task it is that can pile up and feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders if you can control that type of stuff that just mentally helps out so much so much that was such a great piece of advice I know I'm definitely going to write that down (laughs) for sure for sure Kevin for everything yeah Kevin for everything (laughs) absolutely everything that sounds like a great plan I love it. Yes. <laughs> well, it sounds like you guys have, and you said exactly what I was thinking, have been able to really pivot, you know, during this crazy time that we're all living in and have been living in. And I think, you know, the services that you're providing and what you're doing for mamas all over and, you know, in Indiana, especially um, is awesome. So I think that's great that you've been able to, you know, really get, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. But you've yeah. been able to really like you said, pivot and, and find, you know, new ways of helping moms, which is, which is really neat. Um, so our last question and the question that we always ask all of our guests, um, at the very end is, and each of you can answer this, (laughs) what is a messy mom moment or moment that you can remember? And if you can't remember, then what advice do you have for other mamas to embrace the messiness in their lives? Yeah. I can't imagine the stories you tell. So. <laughs> this, this, we always say this. This is typically never an issue. <laughs> when, finding answers is never an yeah. issue. Yeah. So Amy and I were talking about this earlier, and it kind of brought up a moment where I, um, I was going. I left for my second baby's like postnatal appointment after I had already had him and I took him with me and appointment went well, got in the car to leave from the appointment and I put him in his seat. He was all safe and secure. I go and I go to pull out of the parking lot at the hospital and I have someone honking at me and I'm like, why are they honking at me? I left the back door wide open. (laughs) Like, (laughs) 
baby and I leave the door wide open and it's just like the craziest things can happen like when you're exhausted and you're in the fog like you just have to give yourself some grace for sure because the craziest things can happen I bet those people probably had a good laugh but also like hey make sure you shut the door and on top oh, of that wow. she could have been like hey i'm a postpartum doula too not my car yeah <laughs> it happens to the best we're not of us. perfect right that's no right. one's perfect that's right oh, that's funny so mine was the very first night we brought our son home i had a very complicated pregnancy with him um and when he was born, it was kind of like, okay, now we can start. Now we can do this. And we had family over. They all left. My husband took him into his nursery for the first time, laid him on his changing table, you know, like a real hallmark moment, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden I hear my husband, Amy, Amy, walk in there. Our son had not only peed all over himself, but all over my husband. And then the <laughs> lovely meconium stool had like exploded out of him. It was on the walls. It was oh, that's actually and messy. I just remember standing there in the doorway and I was like laugh crying at the same time because it was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. <laughs> this is what it's going to be like. Well, yeah. 21 this years cool. later, we're still yeah. going. You know? <laughs> so. Is this what I have to look forward to. I'm also having a boy, so <laughs> yeah. pee we, everywhere. They, they like... have those little TP things. We just say use a diaper. Just take a newborn diaper. Yeah. Always use the same one until they go in it and then throw it away. Just kind of cover it with a diaper and you're good to go. <laughs> you're coming at me with all the tips. I absolutely <laughs> love it. <laughs> well, this has been so much fun. You both are great. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Like I said, I definitely took a ton from this. I know Carrie did too, and I know it's going to help so many other mamas who have had questions about what is a doula? You know, what's the difference between a doula and a midwife or what, you know, does a doula do? So you answered that so well, and we really, really appreciate it. Um, I know that you are more localized, you know, to central Indiana, but I also know that you have an Instagram and you, you know, put a lot of good information on there. So where can our listeners, if they want to find you or our local listeners reach out to you, where can they find you? Yeah. So we are on Facebook and Instagram at Indiana Birth and Parenting. And then um, we have our website at indianaparenting.com. Awesome. And I will definitely make sure to put that in our show notes as well for our listeners. If you would like to uh, reach out to them or just check out their Instagram. I know they have an awesome page where that you guys always put great information on there. I'm always looking at it. So thanks Thank for that. You. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, but again, Thank you so much uh, for coming on and mamas out there. If you wouldn't mind, we would love you forever. If you could give us a little five-star rating and review, because not only does that make us feel good, but it also helps other mamas, um, but just find the messy mom podcast and learn how to embrace the messiness in their lives and all of the information and the wonderful guests that we have on. So if you wouldn't mind doing that, that'd be amazing. Again, we'd love you forever and ever and ever but thank you so much for listening and thank you again for joining us today and we will see you next time bye mamas <laughs>